looking at your website and I see the Who We Are section, uh, Know God, Find Freedom, Discover Purpose, and Make a Difference, the one that sticks out to me is Discover Purpose. Um, that is something that so many people struggle with. Um, yeah. Have you ever heard of the uh, the Nine Intelligences by uh, Howard Gardner? No, I haven't. So my wife and I are kind of on this kick, and we've we, we homeschool our kids, and, and we've we've uh, helped them take the tests and find out what it is. But basically, um, no one is intelligent or not intelligent. The uh, IQ tests mm. are based off of mostly math and science and, and what you might mm. be exposed to in the media. So if you're not very good at math and science and you don't watch TV yeah. all the time, your IQ is going to be not great. Um, but, but the system of nine intelligences <coughs> says, um, no, uh, everybody's got a different intelligence. So they've categorized oh, wow. it into uh, naturalism, so knowing when to plant the crops and how to talk to horses, to uh, kinesthetic, um, anybody who's an athlete and really can move their body and it has that natural intelligence of, of, of that type of thing. Um, interpersonal, intrapersonal <coughs> music is mm. is a measurable intelligence from birth um all these different things and yeah. so um i love it when any church is all about yeah. helping people find what their calling is in life yeah. and their purpose and their gifting and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing um i don't want to use a lot of time <laughs> for for that but to speak to that for mm-hmm. just a minute yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, I I think that something that we've been really passionate about is helping people discover purpose so that they can feel equipped to partner with the church or even take what they learn outside the church to make a difference. And I think that it's the part of um, we have a class that we offer where people, we make it real clear, the uh, the front doorway of the church, very, very clear on how to join, how to be a part, and how to get connected. So People aren't like feeling like, oh, I have to sit around for several years before, like, you know, I can be part of, of the body of Christ. But we're like, hey, if you feel like you want to join and be part of this church, come join us for this this three week class to where you get to hear the vision of the church. You get to, you know, learn about how you're wired, how you're designed. They get to take some <clears throat> giftings tests and personality tests. And I think that that's always fun. Um, and then they get to, you know, meet some people, part of different teams around the church or if they are interested in joining they mm-hmm. could join or if they're interested in getting in some small groups where that's a small group of people just like just yeah. properly titled small group of people to where they <clears throat> could you know take the church outside of the church the four walls of the church and be the church yeah. and I think that for us <clears throat> we see the value of it because we think through small groups we have pastoring and discipleship and through, you know, making a difference, I think that it also fulfills, um, there's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I think the, the major one is it's like where it's like there's there's this some, there's this little something that's placed inside of us to where we long to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I think that we want to equip people to make a difference because yeah. that's not, evolution didn't put that there. God put that there. Amen. And I, and I think that, that um, when, when we're seeing... Um, ourselves, you know, actually use the gifts that God has has given us. There's fulfillment there because it's it's that's how you were wired. That's how you were designed. And so even in partnership with what you're talking about in terms of the nine intelligences, I think that that's speaking to how the Lord has designed the intelligence within a person, and it's very intentional. And I think that yeah, the heart is um, for the church to help people discover that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it says in God's word like we're supporting ligaments and so it's Mm -hmm. like 
Imagine being like a part of a, a of a team and you don't know you're given a role but you don't know what that role entails. And so in in God's word and his design for the church, we all are called to be a supporting ligament. And so our heart is to equip people yeah. to discover what that function is and what that um what God put that inside of yeah. them. And you guys are the vocal cords. <laughs> hey. I'm like, I, maybe I'm an appendix. Appendix? I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got my appendix removed when I was 17, oh so goodness. I don't know if oh I'm going to call gosh. anybody an appendix. I so. still have mine. Oh, good. Going strong. Take care of that. Take care of that. <laughs> I know, Take right? Oh, my gosh. Well, let's talk about some successes and failures. And we do want to hear good success stories. But when you learn from your failures, man, some yeah. of those are so, so much more powerful, uh, especially mm-hmm. if you're willing to share uh those with other people exactly yeah failures what would you say it also oh my gosh Ugh. wait a minute i have to qualify successes (laughs) and fa failures we're gonna say that fa failures (laughs) i made up a word earlier oh my gosh yes um man there i'm like still processing which one to share do you have one man i think that I think that something that was really was really funny um, is that I think that it kind of alluding to the fact that you made your point of I think that yes successful stories are encouraging, but as well as I think that learning from failures is more encouraging because it's like okay great I'm not the only one um, and I I I remember there I went to a church and they they did that before they started any major yes. panel session they just showed a video of all their failures um on stage <laughs> nice. i mean man the, i think that as we were trying to play catch up with technology yeah multi-tracks was a thing oh my gosh and we had no people that were technologically savvy and so multi in regards to this yeah system and it's like musical software and i think that we had many many failures when it came to worship leading hosting a worship service when we had and, a uh, another campus there were several times yeah because it was set up and breakdown so it, someone would plug in something in the wrong spot and in the track in our ears you hear the verse two three but one time it was actually a few times yeah a few times it happened where that guide was in the actual main house and everyone was like oh we know where we're going now yeah, <laughs> yeah i guess just everyone's laughed. gonna know how to clap on beat with that metronome oh no, but i think that um it took us so like quite a few years to to really dive into that and as the the you know contemporary christian music world is progressing i think the, the wave of multi-tracks was just leading Wait. and churches are going for it and we'd go to churches and it's like man feeling so discouraged like they sound they sound amazing but like how about us and so <coughs> we've always had technological failures my goodness but always. i think what i'm alluding to is the fact that um we started just praying like because we were like if we if we feel like we can't learn software there's nobody who hey alluding to the fact that you said the nine intelligences probably a technological one is in there somewhere but falls under one of those categories but i think that um yeah it was a couple years where we just had the band playing everything live no backtracking (coughs) 
we had the band playing everything live, no backtracking. And um, there was a lot of things that felt discouraging and yeah. felt like, man, like, is, is, this, is this even, like, helping people? But, like, I think that as we just continued to pray and, like, you know, have the, like, yeah. the team grew very slowly. And so I think that for us, there was many, many, like, failures in terms of what we would maybe deem as failures, fa- failures in a service to where uh, something wouldn't come in on time. Uh, maybe the track would go ahead. So once, once we started implementing tracks... Uh, I think that it was a very discouraging, almost felt like exposing type like, of, oh my gosh. of sense. But I think oh what goodness. it taught us is that we had to correct our culture. Yeah. Because we were feeling almost embarrassed of moments. And then we would, something that we started saying is that there's no such thing as a throwaway service. Mm-hmm. New people are coming every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that service that could have been a life-altering moment. Pastor and Daniel Groves, shout out. Shout out, Pastor yeah. Daniel Groves, Hope City Church in Texas. And so <clears throat> when he was stating that, I think that yeah. was something for that we yeah. as a, you know, a worship team, we're like, we need to take that. That is for us. Yeah. And we need to regurgitate that and echo yeah. that for the rest of our days. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that uh, we have four services now that we have on a Sunday. And... <clears throat> I think for us, we start ranking. Like we get, we fall into this habit of where we start ranking. First service was eh. Second service that was strong. Yeah. Fourth service eh. Oh. In our I own like, minds, you know. I was like, that's not healthy. That's not okay. This is the bride of Christ, and people are coming in yeah. and experiencing Jesus. Yeah. And if we're making this a little bit too individualistic, yeah. when mm-hmm. it's when it's it's the church isn't individualistic. Um, I think that was an unhealthy place. And so I think that uh, as as funny as we could talk about the stories of um, failures of multitracks, kind of my real point I was wanting to drive home is the fact that we could fall and we failed yeah. in creating a healthy culture for moments in time. And it wasn't that, that first time. I think that... Um, we we have to be quick to catch moments yeah. of what's what's like what's going to be detrimental to the team, and so I think that um, for us we learned moments to where we prolonged hard conversations, yeah, and that sacrificed the health of our team, yeah, failure, and we prolonged uh, having you know moments to you know either lean in with someone or maybe even have someone like take a take a moment to you know get get help in this area and it 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 costs it costs that person um you know a valuable lesson yeah Mm -hmm. and so I think that um as as we're leading people the scary thing is that people will let you lead them and so I think that um culture is something that we are we hold very very near and dear to our hearts as um, an emulation of what our pastors value. Um, But I think we had to learn the hard way of um, what's costing us health. And I think that um, when you're, when you're in a, in a realm, uh, especially a ministry of people who are artisans and they have crafts and they have some, they have some intellectual, um, Sides to them when it comes to music, it could feel very individualistic. It could feel like 
um, almost a little diva. It could feel <laughs> almost like a little competitive. Are, are you saying that there are worship leaders out there that have a little bit more inf- uh, uh, they focus a little more on their hair and their clothing. And Maybe a little bit too much. You, I, I gotta say this. I remember years ago when the oh unnecessary God. scarf was a thing. Do y'all remember the unnecessary <gasps> oh scarf? Oh my no. goodness, the hipster era? Yep. No. The hipster era. Tom's skinny jeans. And I, and fashion trends come and go. Yeah. Yes, and I'm glad that one was me, no longer there. Me too. I'll joke with that with some different people on our team and the younger ones have no idea what I'm talking about. But the older oh ones, they're like, yeah, don't do I that. got you. I got you. Oh, my no, gosh. Yeah. I, I, guilty. I think I did that once or twice. Oh, no. Oh. Have you? Oh. I think I probably <laughs> did. I think I probably did. I think I bandana styled it or something like that. Maybe. Lord, help us. The hipster Never era. Back. Yeah, we're, we're saved and delivered now. <laughs> I think that the major thing is that what we've learned over the course of time, every, every failure is a lesson. And I think it's been rich in lesson um, to where it has taught us um, what we value more. Mm -hmm. I think that we could say, oh, I'm going to be uncomfortable in this conversation. Yeah, but I think I'm going to value the health of my team more than I value my comfort right now. Mm -hmm. And the next time it's going to be easier. Mm -hmm. And the next time I grow wiser. Because then I'll know what to say from this conversation and the next time that this arises. Because I think that... um, with people, you're going to experience uh, not just some, you know, like, as as we're called to, like, iron sharpens iron. We're called to sharpen one another. There's going to be some friction. There's going to be some sparks. There's going to be some maybe disagreements. But for those who, it's, it's you know, in, even in Proverbs, it says that the Lord corrects those that he loves. And so our heart is to, is to love and is to, you know, guide and help um, cover people and shepherd people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes maybe we didn't do it, do it to the best of our ability mm-hmm. and we learned yeah. and we are grieved at the moments that maybe, um, cost us, but we're excited that, um, you know, we're here and there are those who have la- lasted with us and there yeah. are those who have learned with us, those who have, um, uh, been with us for a while now and, yeah. and seen the progression of, you know, Hey, we're we're here to support people, but we have definitely come away from learning along the way. Excellent, good. The birds chirping in your background are beautiful. Yes. I'm glad they have those in there. I was thinking some of these podcasts I would like to have uh, bring in ambient noises. Like uh, I was oh interviewing a, a gentleman from Alaska a couple of weeks ago, and oh, wow. he's got this little bitty church that's actually in an old tire shop or mechanic shop or something wow. like that. And he's telling me about his, his small town, and he's got like the overhead projector, like with the with the, yes. the clear whatever you call that, and just you know scratches all over it and notes and things, and he's he might have to xerox something on an old like inkjet printer. Or something I like love that. it. And I, I I'm not done editing that one. I might actually go ahead and just put in some crickets and some blowing wind or something like that. I think it'd be so. Oh no, it's awesome. a little bird I love the chirping noise. Yeah. So your so your birds are reminding me. I did not ask you about your songs. Is there any songs you'd like? I'm going to fade that into whichever one of these songs uh, that you'd <laughs> like to talk about. How they inspired you and where they any, any kind of stories. I mean, what does seven sound like? Has birds chirping? Yeah, I think uh, maybe maybe uh, the, the perfect gateway that you've already oh laid gosh. out is he, what does heaven sound what like? Does birds of chirping the, has um, has birds in the in that track? It does. What does heaven sound like? What does heaven sound like? 
That one was a really fun one. It, it was wasn't, an airplane. Yeah. It was a beautiful airplane. That should inspire us for our next song. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think that for What Does Heaven Sound Like, that one was such a special song because it was, we love we love it when people, and I encourage people all the time, like to play this the album in like the, the order in which it was released. My sisters. Which I never do. Yeah. Nope. My sisters, Shuffle. My sisters never do it. And then I'm always like, no. Because I love it how it's telling a, a story because What Does Heaven Sound Like was very intentional yeah. placing it at the end mm -hmm. because it's posing a question, what does heaven sound like? And I think that that was one that was written a long time ago. Wasn't supposed to make it on this album, but something prompted us to still continue with it because yeah. um, it was kind of like a ceiling uh, of, for the project to where it's like we're, we're having this act of worship and then it's posing a very like simple question, and I thought maybe it's a little too poetic, maybe it's a little yeah. too vast, but that it, it's laying, it's it's answering it progressively. Mm -hmm. It's like, what does heaven sound like? Is it the song I sing? Is it the praise I bring? And like, as it is in heaven, let it be here. We could see the realities of heaven here. We could see the realities of heaven on earth yeah. through you know justice through peace through fulfillment of joy through fulfillment of promises as well as like our future in 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 heaven is we're gonna be joining in with the angels you know bringing like glory to his name singing holy mm -hmm. holy holy we yeah. see that like that visual of the like the majestic creatures and, and angels crying out holy day and night yeah. so we we see like you know the sound of heaven is gonna be worship and we are able to participate in worship here, we could see that reality here and look forward to our joy to be in eternity. And so I think through that one, we made it very, uh, I just told our producers, I was like, let's just make this one weird. Like, let's just go for it, full <laughs> send. And so like in, in, in regards to um, having it a little more storytelling, and there's birds in there. We have some ocean sounds in yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's some it's waves. Because it's all creation cries. And you, you just hear these, these organic sounds of creatures. And you hear these organic sounds of actual, like, earth sounds where it's like, you know, the, the ocean's pulling back and yeah. forth. As well as it's talking about eternity. And I think at the be whole beginning, mm -hmm. for probably half the majority of the song, you hear almost a clock ticking. Mm. And it's like reference of time. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's just, that's just this, this continuous clock ticking. And it's like all eternity. Wow. And so then it, it, as it's posing a question throughout the whole song, slightly alluding to the fact of posing even at maybe other questions by answering it, it answers it at the end saying, you know, this, um, this, is, this what is what heaven yeah. sounds like. Because it's like the bridge is talking about, and we're singing hallelujah, and we're singing forever. Well, uh, eternity will know the sound of my roaring hallelujah. And what once tried to choke my praise will be broken by my hallelujah. So there's power in our worship. There's power in our praise. Like the sound of heaven is worship. And the whole act of worship that has been displayed in this whole, you know, 45 minutes to an hour at the live recording. Yeah. Um, it's like what we just did is what heaven's going to sound like. That's amazing. I'm picturing you trying to do this on a Sunday morning, bringing in the ambient sounds. Did, 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 have you done that? 
We haven't. We yet. have yet to do. Okay. We have yet to do. Maybe that. that's and an so, Easter thing. An Easter number. No, that's a good. That's a good question because I've been for talking <laughs> oh with. Oh my gosh. Um, I, 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 that's why I told our producers, um, "Hey, we can make this one a little bit more weird and creative." Because yeah. I told them, uh, "We're probably not going to do this one on a Sunday." You never know. Um, but yeah, I think that. Um, yeah, I think I had some. Have had some conversations where I'm like. Um, yeah, maybe it's just like a, a, a song that I, we just like we're ending the project with that people could like maybe listen to on their own. But the unique thing about it, um, maybe if we don't sing it on like a Sunday morning experience, maybe there's some other like fun things that the church could have planned that could draw maybe a, if it's a conference, be an appropriate setting to where, mm-hmm. you know, we get to kind of have a little bit more liberty. I, 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 I've got all these gears turning now. I love talking to people because that's where I get my yeah. best ideas. And so, you know, you've got your sound engineer. He takes care of the speakers and the, everything. You've got your musicians and, and different things, maybe even a director. If you had, I, I, I want to be this guy. If you have your sound effects manager, and so you're playing um, uh, Oceans, Okay. Yeah. And you bring in a little bit of waves and maybe a seagull or something like that for that song. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'll let you know how it works out. <laughs> oh, I love do it. it. Go yes. for it. I love it. Our our pastor lets us experiment with things like that. So last uh, last week it was um, um, we took a hymn. I can't remember what the hymn is right now, but I turned it into uh, 1980s. Um, not exactly punk, but it was it was very driving. Da 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 da. Yeah. Oh my god. He, he lets us do that kind of stuff because we're small. We're we, you know, it's it. He just lets us do that stuff, and it's great. I love that. That's so cool. Well, look at you. Uh, uh, we are coming to the end of our time here, so I want yeah. some very wise, sage advice. The best best you've ever have given anybody. No pressure. No pressure. Oh, pressure. Yeah, that's no pressure at all. <laughs> or. Something really simple that is just as good. Mm-hmm. Just like anything. Any anything, yeah. What's on your heart? Oh my gosh! Um, well, since this is like a, a podcast that um, worship leaders are probably going to be listening to and and kind of gleaning from, um, I guess my heart is to just remind you, like, don't give up. Every single Sunday, every single prayer meeting, every single worship set, Mm. um, don't let it grow to be a mundane thing that you just wake up and do Um, on your way to your service, on your way to the the meeting, on your way to a team night. um, I'd encourage you to get yourself geared up, prayed up, worshiped, um, worship yourself into a frenzy. Um, almost every time, every single time that you're about to go, that's something that I started doing. Um, and you have to remember that the pinnacle of success as a worship leader does not look like doing an album. It does not look like, um, serving a big congregation. Mm. Uh, what it looks like is, is producing good fruit, Mm. producing, um, faithfulness inside of you to, to learn how to be faithful. Um, and God will entrust you with more. Start prophesying into the team that you have now. Start prophesying that um, those prayers that you're praying, those people that you're praying for to come and, and undergird you as you're carrying this weighty position, um, 
you're gonna, what my mom says is that there's gonna be some $1 days and then there's gonna be some $50 days. <laughs> so you never know when a $50 day is gonna come, meaning a big success, a big win. Um, you, you can't get to those $50 days without those $1 days. And it's not about money. I'm not alluding to money or getting money or benefiting off of money. Um, it's just knowing that your reward is, is not found here where moths and spiders and webs could, could build up and eat, eat it away. It's, it's going to be revealed to you in heaven. And so just know as you're serving your congregation, as you're serving your pastors, um, be faithful and, and know that you're carrying a very beautiful role and a very beautiful anointing. And just be encouraged, be encouraged to know that you're needed and that you're valued and that this journey is going to be worth it. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I have been so blessed mm. by fellowshipping with you guys today. This is this is great. Uh, oh, thank you so much for having us. It was a pleasure. Thank for you. Sure. Thank you. And I